I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Hey, it's Rachel Cook, your modern mentor. I'm the founder of Lead Above Noise, a firm specializing in helping teams and organizations create better working experiences that deliver better results. And apparently these days, one of the biggest pain points in people's working experience, it's that feeling of drowning under meetings. Oh man, poor meetings. How have they come to be so evil? I'm seeing all over LinkedIn headlines about companies just shutting them down. All done. No more meetings. The insinuation, of course, being, look at us. Look how much we value productivity and impact. And meetings are clearly the opposite of both. These posts garner a lot of attention, lots of likes and hearts. And I get it. Shutting down meetings is a splashy move. Attention is warranted. But also, is the problem that we're having meetings or is the problem that we're having unproductive meetings? For me, it's more the latter. Meetings that are well-designed and well-run, they should serve a purpose. And the issue is that we've gotten a little bit lazy. We aren't being discerning in the what, the when, the why, the how, and the who. We're just putting them on the calendars, massive invite lists and all. And people are drained and exhausted and wondering when to get the actual work done. But here's the thing. A good meeting is one that actually furthers the work. It moves the right group of people to make a critical decision or define their means of collaborating or solve a problem or generate possibilities. That whole, this meeting should have been an email thing is real. If the purpose of your meeting is to disseminate information or provide an update or share details, then yeah, it probably should have been an email. So let's talk about when to call a meeting, how to run it well, and whom to invite. To make these worth the investment of your time, and to avoid crushing yet another soul into dust. Okay, let's start with when to call a meeting. Do you have any bad habits? I do. 
Like when I end up with a surprise few minutes of downtime, I automatically crack open the gram. I don't even think about it. I don't decide. My fingers and eyes just end up there. And it's so satisfying. Honestly, it's a quick hit of dopamine. It's easy and it requires no thought. And even in the moment, I know there's a better choice, but ugh, I actually have to think about it to find it. And isn't social media just so much easier? In some ways, this same logic is what's happening with our meetings. I know literally zero people who strive to overwhelm their colleagues with meetings. But the truth is, it's kind of become our default, a bad habit. Is there a big organizational announcement, an update to a project timeline, a process or policy revision? Let's call a meeting. Except don't call a meeting. Write an email. Look, a meeting, in my opinion, should be called when a critical decision needs to be made and you need to explore and discuss options. Or a highly sensitive situation has come up and you need to brainstorm ways to address it. Or a problem has arisen and you need several subject matter experts to discuss possible solutions or next steps. Or a collaborative effort is feeling not so collaborative and you need to redefine roles and responsibilities. There are plenty of other circumstances you could add to the list, but what these all have in common is the need for live dialogue, for debate, for problem resolution, for decision making. If something can be communicated in writing, then write it down and let people schedule a meeting with you if they have questions. This is BVK for Ocean City Tourism, OCMD Streaming Audio. On March 11th, 2024, the title of the spot is STSA Leisure Summer. This is a 30-second composite stereo streaming audio mix. Get away with friends to the laid-back Maryland coast, where you can catch up while casting off and hang 10 while hanging out, where a day on board is never boring and full throttle is half the fun, where you can sink a putt, raise a glass, and there's always room for one more round. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at oceocean.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you a PR professional, journalist, marketer, or writer? Then you know the importance of Associated Press style. And you also know the frustration of keeping up with its ever-changing rules and recommendations. I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl, and to help you with those challenges, I've created a course that you and your team don't want to miss. It covers the latest updates to AP style, and we even talk about the new AP guidelines for writing about and experimenting with AI. And we have a special deal running right now. If you purchase the on-demand course with the code MCMILL, that's M-A-C-M-I-L, you get a $90 discount. So whether you're working on a pitch, a business agreement, or a story, don't let embarrassing writing mistakes hold you back. Get the course at bit.ly slash grammar on demand, all lowercase, and sign up with the code MCMILL. Okay, let's talk about how to run a meeting. 
For me, a well-run meeting begins before the meeting. To run a meeting well, there are some key things to communicate to participants ahead of time. Some of my favorites include meeting objectives, like what are you looking to achieve or solve or explore? Letting people know this ahead of time allows them to generate their ideas and questions in advance, moving you more quickly into the meat of the discussion. What about roles? What are you looking for each person to do during the meeting? If you need someone to make a decision, they may want to do some research ahead of time. If you need someone to contribute ideas or expertise to a situation, then let them do some brainstorming in advance. We can communicate norms, like what should people be ready for? Will this meeting be heavier on talking or listening, on exploring or deciding? Do you want people coming in with polished ideas or just an appetite for some organized chaos? Get people in the right mindset for the conversation you're looking to have. And finally, location, as in, is this in-person, remote, or hybrid? And if it's hybrid, consider having everyone dialing into whichever platform so the experience is a little more universal. When you start with solid prep and everyone knows what they're there to do, you're set up for a better conversation. Then during the meeting, here are a few things to keep in mind. Keep people on task. Meetings feel miserable when they lose their sense of purpose. So if people are meandering, capture their thoughts on a parking lot for later and remind them what you're there to achieve. Manage personalities. As the meeting organizer, be sure that you're hearing from everyone. Don't be shy in saying, hey, Katie, we haven't heard from you yet. Anything you'd like to add here? Capture key next steps, owners, and timelines. Make sure you're able to offer a shared agreement of where the meeting landed and what comes next. And finally, ask for commitment, not agreement. Striving for consensus on every issue can be draining for the team because we won't all always agree. And we don't need to agree. We need to feel free to express an opinion and we all deserve to feel heard and considered. But when a decision is made, it is critical that everyone commit to it. This means decisions made in the room are honored, and there can be no secret meeting after the meeting. And finally, who to invite. One problem with meetings today isn't that there are too many meetings, but too many of the wrong people are invited to and then feeling obligated to attend meetings. Priya Parker, author of The Art of Gathering, talks about this concept she calls generous exclusion, which I love. In essence, she says that we tend to be over-inclusive when it comes to meetings for fear of someone feeling left out or undervalued or uninformed. But we need to flip this script. Rather than defaulting to include, we should ask ourselves whose presence we need functionally and only invite them with a commitment to update and inform everyone else. We should be inviting anyone who has the authority to make the decision, who has the subject matter expertise to define the path forward who's experienced a similar challenge and can offer insight, or who will have to own or implement the decision and therefore should inform the direction we take. We should be generously excluding those who just need to know the plan or outcome. We can let them know later. Those who have a colleague in the room who can add the requisite value, don't duplicate. Or those who are frankly overwhelmed and could be doing something more impactful with that time. Listen, none of this is hard and fast. If meetings aren't overwhelming you or you're all good as you are, then keep going. But if your team or organization is struggling to keep its head above water, then I hope something here has given you a path to finding just a little bit of breathing space. Join me next week for another great episode. Until then, visit my website at leadabovenoise.com if your organization is looking to dial up its employee experience 
or deliver some leadership development that activates change. You can follow Modern Mentor on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Find and follow me on LinkedIn. Thanks so much for listening and have a successful week. Modern Mentor is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Dan Fireband with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchings. And our marketing and publicity associate is Davina Tomlin.